0: I'm talking to Rob and Slim Tonight I'm talking on the telephone Well, we're on the air And I don't care if we're talking politics or food We're Rob and Slim we're Rob and Slim we Rob and Slim we Rob and Slim, Rob and, Slim. and now I'm talking about my neighborhood Tell them what they're doing down in Jersey, and that's also good. They tell me stuff that the garden state, but I say that's okay because I'm in a Robin Slim. Robin
1: Slim. Robert Slim.
0: Yeah, Robin Slim. Oh, that was amazing. That, that was
1: awesome. You made us very happy with that. <laughs>
2: Ed Roman everybody
1: What's up guys, it's the Robin Slim Show We are live, give us a call It's one 891 8896
2: Yeah buddy um,
1: We got a lot going on today We got uh, three interviews But first we gotta give our friends at uh, what, what is the website?
2: Radioguestlist.com And his name is Scott He's
1: Yeah definitely cool guys, if any of you are doing <clears> a podcast uh, You want to take interviews I highly recommend signing up to this website It's been great for us we signed up for. We got emails instantly. We're literally booked to November, and you're really, out. it's free. It's free for any podcast or radio show, and it's also if you have something to promote, if you're writing a book, if you're a musician, you know you put yourself out there. You can do anything. If you're just a cunt and you just want you know to talk to people, whatever, you can put an ad out out there. And radio shows like us will reach out to you. Uh, again, <gasps> it's radioguestlist.com and it is amazing. Is my um, mic-,
2: mic loud enough?
1: Um. It sounds a little low. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just move it closer to you. Uh, I, I, did Cause that. I I didn't change anything. Okay. Uh. Anyway, so uh, I'm Slim. I got Rob here and our good friend Pete here. What's up, guys? What's, up, What's
2: happening, fuckfaces?
1: So I'm excited because I got a new mic and it sounds amazing. I sound like a professional broadcaster, and it's crazy because when I originally I look like shit. I still look like shit, yeah, but this is a $220 mic, and at first I was like, I don't even know why I'm buying this, because the mics we have are fine, I'm like, it's not even going to be that big of a difference, but as soon as I plugged it in... I could tell the difference this thing is amazing yeah so, good for you so Rode Procaster I'm gonna plug it and look I even got a sticker I have it in the Oh, I had it on the other table that we're not using because I'm stupid and I tried a smaller table and it didn't uh, work but I got a little sticker I that says
2: beat the fuck out of a dog I will beat the fuck <laughs> out of a that's what the sticker says no it doesn't I will beat a dog no, no no
1: no it says I and it's a big red heart Rode microphone so oh, I just want to say that a I I heart Rode microphones
2: I heart myself every night with my left hand, bro.
1: <laughs> I do that three times a day. Samantha Rodman said it was okay.
2: Slim <laughs> likes to read books, but I don't do that. I read Snapple Caps. <laughs> I got these two that I've saved, and these are some of my favorites. This one I just got last week, which I think is a pretty good topic. Queen Isabella I of Spain, uh, who funded Columbus's voyage across the ocean, claimed to have only bathed twice in her life. The oh. fucking
1: stinky bitch. She must have been great to have sex with Right?
2: I was gonna ask have you ever Do fucked you think... a girl with like body odor or like a stinky um, cunt?
3: No, I never I've never I, mean... I
2: never have, like if I would admit it if I did and, like <laughs> But no, I, I never have.
1: I was really drunk one night and had a one night stand with a disgusting girl. She might have smelled mean, but I didn't remember. I have
2: heard oh, like
3: yeah, she's a gross pig.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a couple of friends of mine say they they hooked up abroad so that they could smell from the knees and shit That's fucking that's oh. rank dude. Oh. I would just not be able to fucking do it man Like they 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 did it. I guess they were drunk too and all and this one. I don't know this well, is Wait, wait, favorite. hold on. I wanted to go back yeah. to the
1: queen thing. Do you think like the queen got laid a lot? or do Oh you think fuck she just yeah, had, she was a queen bro. She was just calling guys to fuck like I want to fuck that one I want to fuck that one. You don't know, think it was one of those things where she like just committed the one dude
3: I don't know bro. She was married to Ferdinand
1: we got to Google that. King Ferdinand.
2: Ferg- Ferdinand. Fer- Ferdinand. Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. All uh, right, uh, on. We'll she must next. have been a keeper. The other one, which I got this one like, I don't know, six months ago, and I, I just love it. Uh The the app the appid. A small sap-sucking insect is born pregnant. What a fucking slut! What a fucking slut that baby is. It's in the fucking wound, and the dude's fucking the mom and gets the fucking baby pregnant. That dude's gotta have a big dick. That fucking yeah, egg.
1: they got they got fucking awesome semen, man. That's like, Aphid.
2: Aphid. You gotta be pretty A-pids. proud of yourself if you, oh not only God. do you
1: knock up the bitch you're fucking, but you knock up the child you put in her too. Like I figured, you know, you
2: could probably leave a dick print on that baby's soft spot, but this motherfucker is going so deep, he's jizzing all in the baby. That's fucking, that's hot. That's fucking hot.
1: What if if it has twins? Do both twins get pregnant?
2: I guess so. I guess so.
1: You got any more Snapple facts? No. You know, I don't know if
2: it's true or not. But I got Pudo.
1: All right, well, before you go to that, going back to still talking about Snapples, what do you need? Uh, The screen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I still got things As long as we are still on
2: Snapple. Yeah, I I got, I did get something else. I did have something else about Snapple. Uh, Let's see if I can find it. I should have looked a little better. Rob and Slim. Yeah, I got us a sponsor, bro. All right. New from the makers of Snapple. Made from the best oh. stuff on Earth.
4: Rob and Slim!
2: <laughs> I told him as long as uh, they were like, all right, we'll sponsor you. As long as uh, we say we created you. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I love Snapple. New from the makers of Snapple. Made from the best stuff on Earth. There, so- <laughs> 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 right? I think that's a good promotion. I think that's a really good... We're going to take off with this. Yeah, that's really good. You know, I had Thank heard... You
1: somebody said... I don't know how true it is, but somebody said they found a Snapple cap once that actually said, like, 90% of all Snapple facts are fake.
2: There was one that I, that I heard about. I forget what it said, but it was like... <laughs> A Fucking curse word in another language. They had to recall that one. I, I forget I should I should have looked that up I mean, I didn't think we'd be talking about snapple caps this long so, Somebody make...
1: at the manufacturer thought it would be funny.
2: Yeah, I always wanted
1: to do shit like that
2: I like the sound they make I've always done that since like high school. Just I'll do that all through class I'll do it all through the show right now, too. It's just a fucking prove a lesson <laughs> a <proven laughs>
1: Point that prove I can fucking do this isn't that cool. It's amazing. It's good. Sound too. Off. yeah
2: <laughs> so we're looking at like two hours of this right now. <laughs> Fuck you.
1: Two, maybe three. Yeah. All right, so what, what, do you, what do you got over there? Poop
2: a lot? Oh, Poodo. <laughs> Poodo. We're, yeah, I want to see the, the show. Alright. I want to see the Poodo. This
3: oh, hold on. Oh, prank star <laughs> hold on makes mouth. this,
2: and uh, for about $7 and change, you could buy your own Poodo. Make poop. <laughs> it's even got a little yellow in there uh, for like little pieces of corn and shit. So figured, that's amazing. Uh, I figured we could review this product. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then maybe, like, yeah,
2: Plato's um, non-toxic, so we could probably take a bite out of the poop or something. Yeah, we could do that. Something delicious Can we like then that. lay
1: it on, like, my mom's fucking uh, pillow? Oh, pillow, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: that's that's fine. I used to um fart on my sister's pillow before she went to bed. And I remember one night she was just crying. It was a really fucking, a really rank gasser, bro. And, uh... Dude, it was like a minute before she laid down to go to bed, and she was just screaming and crying because her pillow smelled like my fart. All right. Poodo. Oh,
3: Jesus, it's even the red colored <laughs> brown. Have, have uh, any of you ever
1: accidentally shit yourself?
3: Uh,
2: yeah, I think uh, we've think talked we've never about done that. that. I think we, we, a we, probably, we probably have. Um, Got a story um,
1: we've had shit stories One was
2: in the shower, and I slipped in it. <laughs> okay. And as I slipped in it, my instinct was to fucking grab the, um, the curtain to... To steady myself, but I ripped the whole curtain and the rod down, bro. And then I've slipped in the shit, and I'm trying to get it down the fucking drain, and my mom and dad are at the door, like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. Somebody just left some, uh, some uh, conditioner on the floor of the, of the tub, and I slipped in it. So give me a minute. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm naked, and I'm putting a towel on myself. But really, I'm just smushing my shit down the drain, bro. Because I was like, I don't know. My fucking dad had a friend when I was younger that always said he, if he had diarrhea, and that's what I had, he just blasted in the shower. So I'm like, all right, good idea. And then, uh, like I said, it was not a good idea at all. And then the other time, I was, I was drunk, and I was coming back from the bar, and. Uh, yeah, I felt like I had to fucking explode, and I couldn't find my keys fast enough. And I'm, I'm looking for my keys. I'm looking through all my pockets. I couldn't find them. I'm at the front door. Finally, I, I just did the gravy leg, bro. I just fucking shit myself, and as <laughs> soon as I like went it. in, I threw everything in the laundry. It was disgusting, though, dude. They, like, voided my fucking bowels. Oh, this is got a nice color. P, you
1: had a shit story? Yeah,
3: my shit story is uh, I, I, I was on... Move uh, closer to the mic, brother. I had to go to the doctor, oh. and they put me on, like, two different kinds of antibiotics. Okay. It turns out they were the wrong kind of antibiotics for what I had. I had, like, a staph infection at the time. Yeah. But, uh, like, I ended up, I'm at work, right? It's fucking hot out. Like, fucking sweltering, almost like a 90 degree day, right? Okay. I start feeling the, you know, the bow <laughs> shaking, bowel quits. The trembles, you know, yeah, the, the trembles.
2: percolator, whatever the fuck that <laughs> is. I'm like to my, Perala- like to my uh, buddy at
3: the time that I work with, I'm like, dude, I, I gotta go. I, I gotta go. To th- I gotta go to that oh, part, John, because we're working there's on There's even
2: a house. mold for the corn. Oh, so I'm gonna have to roll my own corn, bro.
1: That's great. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> so I run, I, I slide down the fucking, the fucking ladder, because we're on the side of a house oh, like, shit, a condenser dude. condenser up of all, of all things. Yeah. So slide down the Fucking ladder! I run, run <laughs> towards this fucking porter John. Fucking shit The sh- shit just starts pouring out. Like wow. right before you get
1: to the porter John, yeah, right how far? I how far away from you? Where you from the? the door, I'm like, oh <laughs> oh like, my like, god, oh, bro! Holy shit, man! Dude, diarrhea, Did you man. get like a change of clothes quick enough? <laughs> nah, or?
3: I'm like, dude, I gotta go. I can't <laughs> stay here anymore. Can't stay here anymore. That's crazy,
2: man. Yeah. Um yeah, I've uh, been lucky enough uh, to only do it at home. You know, I've never been in public, so that that would suck being at work or something. Well, unfortunately, um, I was on a
3: construction you know, site, you know. And nobody yeah, I mean, else was there yeah, for us, every
2: now like... and then you get those farts, and like, okay. but I noticed too in the summer, like when my ass crack is all sweaty, bro. Sometimes a regular fart you think is going to be one of those, oh, but it, it's not. This looks fucking beautiful. <laughs> If, eh, if you listeners at home can see that, that is Poodo.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't
2: that a fucking fantastic? Where, where did turn. you get this again? It's a
1: great log. I bought it at Walmart. It was like seven change. <laughs>
2: what? Yeah. This,
1: was it in like the toy section for uh, kids? The
2: toy section, like they got a little like gag hey, gift that. area, like the same place I got um, the cap gun. You know where if you can find where the cap guns are and shit, you'll oh, find man. you'll right. find Pudo, bro. And it's it's worth every fucking every penny of <laughs> let it. Let me feel it's that. Every well, listen,
1: dollar. Does it
3: take a whiff of it too? Oh,
1: oh, it feels like a piece of... I've, not that I've ever... Oh, it.
3: yeah? one of you picked up turds, bro?
1: Holy shit, it, it does smell like shit, too. Get out of here. <laughs> Ew. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be a real piece of poop, man. You're gonna I think go somebody put this like, on your mom's uh, pillow? <laughs> Are you? You're not gonna put corn in it or and anything? Best, or, oh, you have more. Real quick. Yeah. I made. Corn, how many? I'm how sorry. many pieces of poop do you think you can make out of this product? If we're gonna give it a, a, a I would review. say four or five and good.
3: The best part is, five, like, four or five it's good say pieces. Fake. You can crush
1: it like this. It just
2: looks. Uh, it bad, comes bad. with two of the poo. the poo colored Play-Doh, and. I definitely have room in that one for at least one more and I, I made one
1: Cool, man. So give, given it a, a score from like one to ten. <sighs> what do you give the puto
2: worth every fucking penny? I give it a a ten.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to say I give it a ten just for the the sh- shitty smell that it's got yeah. The texture the, the, the molds it's, the corn. It's, 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 it's marketing amazing. genius It is a marketing genius uh, see, Speaking of marketing genius Pudo. Pudo. I'm uh I'm actually I don't know if this is marketing genius or just that I'm a sucker. I'm a genius
2: with a penis. <laughs> I think I actually have that. Recorded. If you guys
1: remember back in like 1996, there was a soda called Surge, and it was a uh, Coca Cola's like knockoff of Mountain Dew. Yeah. And it was really popular for a while, but it disappeared in 2001. I think the reason was was because there was a rumor going around that it shrinks your dick. I did hear that rumor. I've heard
2: that, that about Mountain Dew that it uh, yeah, it, it, it makes good. you sterile on shit. Was fucking.
3: Six
1: yeah, so sodas. I don't know if I that was, was the reason, I heard was but
2: the, the dye. The yellow
1: dye in those sodas. Yeah, yellow Apparently number they, nine it was called. Yeah, they were
3: using yellow number nine, which if you read any Mountain Dew you can, you'll find it. It's it's
1: in there. well yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Amazon made struck a deal up with Coca Cola where they are they remade Surge, repackaged it everything, are selling it at sixteen ounces.
0: And I'm a genius without <laughs> penis. <laughs>
1: They're reselling it in 16-ounce cans, and they're what they're saying now. And I know that this is probably bullshit, but I'm still a sucker. But they're saying that like Amazon is the only people that have this. They're the only ones getting it, and the only way you can get this is by ordering it on Amazon. It probably it's, is exclusive. It's $14 a case. I ordered two cases, 30 bucks. God damn. But they're like 16-ounce cans, so I was like, all right, that's not too bad. It's not bigger than a regular can. I think so. Isn't What's the size of a regular soda can? Are they 16 or? A beer oh, is 12, 12 ounces. ounces. Right here, yeah, it's Yeah. so same same it's time like time probably the mo- like the size of like a monster can, okay. I think. So I thought like in that sense, it's not too bad. Um, but so, but then like they sold out as soon as I ordered it. I, I think I got like one of the last ones because they didn't like uh, get enough made. People are selling them on eBay already, like one case for 80 bucks.
2: Wow, man. Flip it
3: around. Man, I used to fucking love Surge, man. I, I, was so I don't even to remember what it tastes like. It. I don't
1: like
2: those sodas, but the only one I, I kind of like is just because I remember when I was a kid and we went down south to visit family is uh, Mellow Yellow, and it was oh, just cool because yeah, yeah. it's only Yellow. from the south, but now it's up here now. I, I think Wawa has it in the fountain, and uh, I think they sell bottles now at stores.
3: Mm. Ever had that Fresca shit? That stuff's terrible. I've never had that. Oh, my mom, I like Orangina, though.
2: That shit's good. <laughs> fucking, I don't know what it is about that, but it's fucking good.
1: All right, I'm thinking we take uh, a break. We, soda got a, talk. We, yeah. we got an interview in 10 minutes, so I'm going to uh, bring up some Pandora radio, and we'll take a break. Yeah. Uh, guys, anybody want to call in? It's uh, 1-609-891-8896. We're going on break, but if you call and leave a message, maybe we'll get back to you. I don't know. Um, again, the first guest we have tonight is a guy named Leonardo Bustos. He's uh, Bustos. Bustos, he's he wrote a book on how to pick up chicks uh, using humor, so he's gonna give us some advice on uh, picking up girls. So we'll be back, guys.
2: So we're we're back on live. We just got yelled at by the uh, the landlord.
1: <laughs> we're smoking cigarettes outside. I was outside
2: in the yard having a cigarette, and I just got yelled at.
1: <laughs> it was a little weird. Sense. <laughs> All right, so we got Leonardo. How do you pronounce it, Leonardo? Is it Bustos? Bustos. Bustos. Leonardo Bustos on the line. And you, I. Uh, what do you do? You consider yourself like a pickup artist or a dating expert? Like, how would you word it?
5: <clears throat> I'm, really, I'm really a uh, con- dating consultant, and and basically I help a person from the ground up, starting from 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 just you know, building a solid foundation, then packaging yourself, then marketing you and then I uh, help you to uh, connect with as many women as possible and then I help you s- to select the best one. So it's an A to Z uh, course that I provide or that's a service that I provide uh, to my clients. So it's kind of an
2: A to Z service. And how much and, uh, does that cost? Well, I have a couple of
5: different programs. I have one for uh, 850 where I show you how to do everything. And I have another one where I do everything for you, and that's two thousand dollars, and it's over a six to eight months. Even banging old-
2: the broad <laughs> <laughs> Do you even bang the broads?
5: <laughs> yeah, it's they it's, uh, it, it also do I drive or bang any
2: of them? <laughs> yeah, you said you did all of it. Like, so I figured you, you know, you, you show the guy how to lay down the pipe. <laughs>
5: yeah, well, i don't actually uh handle you know do uh, do that that type of instruction but <laughs> i get him, him in the bedroom with her alone and, and then after that he's got to perform so, nice uh i got a few tips on how you can perform but uh uh but uh but basically yeah and, and the analogy that i give is if you were gonna, I used to market million dollar investment properties on the internet. Wow. And I got a, when I got a a really expensive property, I wanted to find the best buyer in the country. So in order to find the best one, you have to really package the property, you gotta make the proper repairs, you gotta package it the best with the right pictures and photos and and descriptions and then you have to put it on multiple uh, websites in order to find the best buyer because the more buyers that you can attract, the more options you're going to have and the more selective you can become.
2: Nice. And where are you located? Pardon me? Where are you located out of?
5: I'm in uh, Mountain Center, which is uh, which is up to about two, two and a half hours east of Los Angeles. Okay. I'm up the hills from Palm Springs, if you know where I've ever heard of Palm Springs.
2: Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, now, I, I my girl was attracted to me by by humor, but then I've noticed over you know the years that I can't always use my sense of humor because I, I could be really mean. Like,
5: yeah, yeah, you you gotta you gotta you gotta let her give you a few zingers and and uh, and then let her laugh at you for a little bit and that kind of evens it up. Yeah, it even gets it even gets a little more dicey when you try to do it with text messaging because you can't you can't give the facial expressions and yeah. The, uh, you know the dumb look. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so now, now do you teach like a like a quick form of s- seduction? Like, do you teach guys how to just like walk up to a girl at a bar and just get her in the bed like that night? Or do you preach more of a like do it over a, a long period <clears throat> of time?
5: It really depends on what you're what you're looking to accomplish, and that's one of the things that I get my clients to do. Is you got to first and. Um, First of all, figure out the end in mind. Are you looking just to get laid? Are yeah. you looking for a quality girlship? Because the, the approaches that you use are going to be a little bit different. For example, even the humor that you, even the humor that you use is going to be different. Uh, there's three types of pickup lines, and I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I, I created a couple of videos, but on it. But uh, I'm also creating a, a video course on it right now. I sent you guys a sample of it. Yeah,
2: I watched that one earlier. Yeah, and, uh, I, I think so, I watched. So
5: there's the cute flipping line, like, uh, "Wow, when did you pick up to a chicken? Hey, tell me when one of the hot chicks can you get here?" <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, isn't, that a, isn't
1: that offensive, though? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't she just more <laughs> likely slap <laughs> you in the face?
5: Yeah. You you do it you do it you know it's, or uh, or uh, you know I says I don't usually let hot chicks pick up on me but for you I'll make an exception <laughs> uh, you know but it, the, the, I have a, I have a bunch of those kind of lines in there but that's what mm-hmm. I mean you it, it all it all begins with the uh, eye contact first you have to yeah. establish the eye contact and you have to get the signal from her to see receptive she's going to be if she turns her turns away with a little disgusted look on your face then you probably shouldn't make a make the move yeah but if she if she looks at you once and looks down that's a that's a great sign if she looks at you twice man that's a that's that you're in you're in like Flint you could probably say anything <laughs> if he looks at you twice and smiles then you that's a good sign you're probably gonna get laid yeah. So, so you have to learn how to read the signals that, that they're giving you, and, uh, and if you're prepared with a, with a mini presentation, you know, you have a few different go-to things that you can say, um, and after a while you don't even have to think about it. But if, you, if, you, if you're prepared, just like if you're going in for a, you know, a, an interview or you're making a sales presentation. It's best if you practice a little bit, and, and your body language is so key, too. One of the things that, uh, one of the easiest things that a guy can do to make himself more attractive to women is practice on the body language, man.
2: Oh, so I was going to say a haircut, because we've been yeah, trying to get slim to get a real haircut, and he, he
1: hasn't, dude. I'm lazy, and I cut my own hair, and everybody <laughs> keeps making fun of me for it. I told
2: him, go to a barber and get a real haircut, and a shape-up, and a fade, and all that.
5: Uh, that helps too yeah and 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 bathing uh, regularly <laughs> whether you need to or not you know that's
1: uh, yeah. yeah you know there, there's got to be some girls out there that like that natural uh, stink funk musk <laughs> One of those, uh, hippie chicks <laughs> I, i'm not, i'm
5: not aware of any but uh, uh uh, it's possible, I guess, yeah. Yeah, uh,
2: Slim finds them all. <laughs>
5: <laughs> in, fact, in fact, here's something that's interesting that you, you guys might want to know, is that scientists have proven that your scent, your smell, the pheromones that you admit uh, uh, can either attract or repel a woman, And it's and I don't know if you've ever just smelled a woman, too, just their natural scent scent of a woman some are more appealing than others and it really goes down to a biochemical level and and our, our we're conditioned to out mates that will provide the uh, strongest immune system for the for our offspring yeah so 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 it goes down to the the molecular level the pheromones and our brains we don't even realize it but when we sniff out a woman and she sniffs out us you're basically, the attraction comes from the scent and and our brains are programmed to pick out the scent that would Create the strongest the immune system for your offspring. That's so you're saying amazing.
2: just run up to a girl and just start sniffing her really hard? Yeah. Would it,
1: yeah. Would it be like weird if I did I that? Was, I, then, I would do that to be silly, yeah. to be a-, a silly. And then goose. you could just look at her and be like, nah, you're not my scent." <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I've had girls tell me my body odor smelled good. It was really weird. <laughs> uh, you smell like a so real had, man. Uh,
1: and then
5: you can hold up your arm and see if she likes
4: to see how you smell too. I'll <laughs> uh, just force the
1: armpit into her face. Smell this, cunt. <laughs> Do you? Is it okay to say or Is that like? Well, should we not
3: say that's that? A terrible thing to say. Wow. <laughs> oh. uh,
5: I wouldn't recommend trying that unless you're like a, a, a real seasoned pro, because man, that could be
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh man, that's good shit. What? Uh, you have a book out, right, Leonardo?
3: Yeah, I got a couple
5: of notes. The one that I I, I have, uh, I sent you guys a copy and you can find it online. It's called How to Attract Women with Humor. Okay. And I'm actually making a video program out of it, um, uh, you know, with some lessons and, and some things in it. Uh, I'll get you guys a, a free copy when we're done here. Cool. Uh, probably another, it's going to take me another you know, like two or three weeks. I do a lot of film editing and stuff. But Where anyway, can
2: uh, people find that? Uh, Is it on Amazon?
5: Yeah, the book is on Amazon right now. Okay, uh, and uh, uh, I just like creating videos.
2: Um, mm. no. So, uh, were you starting a podcast of your own?
5: I'm, uh, yeah, I may be very soon. I may be doing. I'm looking into possibly doing um, <laughs> uh, speed dating online. Mm.
2: Uh, okay.
5: Uh, on, on Hangouts, I don't know if you ever seen Google Hangouts, but no. Wow. It's it's really cool. Uh, It's like having your own TV station for free, and and you can invite people on, uh, and then it automatically records it for you to create an archive. And then there's three different uh, participants. There's the host. There's the panel members, of which you can have ten people on your show at once. They're all like a film strip at the bottom of the of the, of the, the broadcast. Yeah. And then you have the audience, the audience then can be watching everybody in there. There's a question and answer app where they can, uh, ask questions. And then there's also what they call a showcase app, app where, where you can put in, um, uh, links to other different uh, say you want your audience to to look at a video or they want them to look at a different Website or go to a different website you put those links in there. That's cool and tell them to click on there. So it's, it's and really do people cool like do
2: things. people like just browse around and like check out different shows on there, too
5: Yeah, that's yeah, cool. You can, you can create it and it's, there's a little learning curve to it, but you can't beat the price. Yeah <laughs> So uh <laughs> Imagine Imagine trying to uh, stretch your own TV station like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, people don't... You guys don't realize that, you know, I'm from a different generation. Uh, you know, I, I thought the fax machine was the greatest
2: thing on earth. <laughs> 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 I'm old school too, man. I don't do text. I don't do that shit. Like, I just, I just use my phone for phone calls. And...
5: Oh, I know. But uh, the... Um, Never before in the history of the world has there been so many opportunities. You can start your own magazine. You can start your own newspaper. Yeah. You can start your own TV station, your own radio station, all it's for free. So different and, nowadays. And you can even advertise it for free. Yeah. You know. And what were you so, saying, Slim? There's oh. just, uh, uh, and I think people are just finally starting to uh, take care of it. And but it's going to just fractual fractualize the whole. Hmm. society and world, you know. People, they, you're not gonna have these huge media monopolies anymore. But
1: we uh you know, we we might have to stay in touch with you and you're gonna have to give us some pointers on advertising because we suck at advertising. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, there is there's a learning curve. There's so many ways to advertise, I gotta it's tell hard. you, there's there's Facebook, there's Google plus, there's LinkedIn, there's uh um uh do you guys ever did you heard of meetups?
1: Nope. No, we don't know any of them. We're not even good with Twitter, man. We can't even <laughs> figure that out like, We're awful with this social media thing
5: Yeah, there's so there's so many uh, there's so many different yeah, there's Twitter. There's LinkedIn Pinterest believe it or not is a huge Marketing tool depends on what you're trying to market. Yeah, I've heard uh,
2: about that, and I just I don't know what any of that is Pinterest
5: Uh, It's, it's basically these uh, women love it. It's these uh these cute little cards that you see and uh, you know they're they're like infographics. They're 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 cute little cards with cute little things on them. Yeah. And basically, you just save a bunch of them on your on your website, and it's, it's not really. Can rocket.
1: I put a collection of like cute pictures of my penis on there, like dress it up and stuff, and? That's like a shit pics. Or shit pics would that oh. work on Pinterest? <laughs>
5: I think cute is probably in the eyes of the beholder. But, um, <laughs> no, my dick is pretty cute, man. It's, it's
2: adorable. <laughs> he puts a little strawberry on the top of it.
5: But um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll be happy to show you. We could probably, you know, what's really cool is I'm I'm learning Google Hangouts, and and maybe we'll have, we can have another Hangout when you sometime later. And, and I'll show you some of the the cool tools on it. Um, wow, it's amazing! You can even draw a mustache on somebody, and it'll follow <laughs> them around on the on the screen. That's
4: awesome.
1: So, I actually have a couple more questions for you, though. Like, what I what got you in, into like the whole dating, like deciding to be a dating counselor? Like, why why did you decide to go down that road?
5: Well, it all started when back in I, I, I when I, I went to college at San Diego State, and at the time, oh my, it was the number one school, Playboy rated the number one college in the country, the number one party school, and oh my God, you cannot believe the women there. It's right next to the beach, so all these women were scantily clad with their apricot asses and tits <laughs> just begging to be caressed, you know, and and. And, and I was so bad at it, oh my God, it would make me sick. And I'm sure you guys have experienced, uh, you know, a, a really hot chick walk by, and you're trying to have a conversation and all of a sudden you can you lose complete <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's great when you're having a conversation with one of your buddies cuz you both stop and then you you know you get you give each other like the look like yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, we, we, uh, we we live out on uh, me and my buddy were working out in Long Beach Island closer to the mic you know buddy of mine were uh we're out in Long Beach Island cuz you know we go out there to work and like uh-huh. we're, we're sitting in the work truck and there's this hot chick jogging and she sees us all looking at her, and she just—you uh, should have seen her face. She had this grin on her face. It was really mm-hmm. She
1: knew what she was doing.
3: You know, your
5: dirty minds were thinking. <laughs> so going back to
1: you, so you—I uh, going back to how you got into this. So college, hot chicks.
5: So so anyway, I—I'm um, um, I, <laughs> I just thinking about hot chicks right now. <laughs> uh, the most unbelievable uh, <laughs> babe. So. I I was just so bad at it, and I wanted to get better at it. So I, I, I you know, I was going for my master's degree at the time, and and I, um, I asked my professor if I could, you know, do a paper on it, and he said as long as you do research and and uh, you know give sources and footnotes. So I looked for. There was nothing out there. I could not find. You know, come to think, I'm one of the first pickup guys artists. Before I was 10 years before these other guys came out there. (laughs) Before like
1: Mystery and and all those
5: guys, all these guys,
4: they Mm.
1: came
5: out about 10 years after I did. But I have to admit, they they did it so much better than I did. Though they had the internet to work with and marketing. But I was uh, when I uh, when I okay. So anyway, I wrote my first. uh, I started doing all this research on it, and uh, I started. uh, I, I, I. picked up psychology, anthropology, uh, sexology, sociology. I researched, researched all I could and I, I, I did a really awesome paper and uh, I I said, shit, I could write a book on this. And so there was only one other book at the time called How to Pick Up Girls by Eric Weber, 1978, I believe it came out. And he was in Playboy magazine. He was all over the news. And, and I got a copy of that book and it was about, you know, 75 pages of big words and pictures, and it was nothing, so I thought I could do better. (coughs) Anyway, so that's when I wrote my first book, How to Attract Women and Keep Them Interested, and then I wrote another one. Uh, Oh, my gosh, that was... It took me a couple of years to do it, but, wow, I got really good at it, and and I tell the story in one of my books uh, that, you know, that that moment when your life changes is when um, I just picked up this really hot-looking young chick at the beach and we took her to my apartment by the beach and i was entertaining her there and all of a sudden um three events happened at once Uh, back then they had these answering machines when you when you leave a message you can hear the answering hi this is me please give me a call back when you got some time you know (laughs) and so anyway i'm i'm right there just for the moment of um ecstasy and I hear this big glass window breaking and a car alarm goes off. And I run to the window, and I saw this one girl that I was dating screeching off in her car.
3: Uh, oh, man. Oh. And I
5: noticed that my curtains were open. Oh. Not good. So anyway, at the same time, another hot chick is leaving me a message on my answering machine. Hi, Leonardo. Uh, what are you doing this evening? Want to come over and watch a movie? Oh. And at the same time, this other chick, the older lady, she was really hot, though. She was, uh, she, she knocks on my door and just comes waltzing in in a, in a robe. And like she was just entering a Broadway play with her <laughs> hands sweeping into the air, acting all all Hi, right. And meanwhile, this young hot chick, she just ran out the door. <laughs> oh he ran the door and I, you know, I just thought, Oh my, oh my God, my God. what is going on? <laughs> That's That's oh awesome. Awesome. <laughs>
4: so
5: th- that night that night i was i stood there nude in front of the mirror, and I just looked so pathetic and I had about three day growth but and my eyes were all bloodshot and baggy and I, <laughs> right.
2: That's amazing.
5: My, dude, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a grower, not a shower.
4: <laughs> Same anyway, here.
5: Then, it was like staring at the floor and, and uh, like, dude, give me a break. Mm-hmm. So anyway, at that moment, I decided that, wow, dude, I really am on to something. This stuff really works because if it could work for me, I was really pretty pitiful That's... At, at, at me. I didn't even know how to look at them, didn't know how to talk to them, didn't know what to say. But after
2: a couple
1: of years, that got, got commercial
2: break. <laughs> no, that was just for
1: you, my hero. Oh, oh, oh. Rob's a man who anyway, loves his uh, toys and sound effects. Um, uh, th-
5: then I started uh, consulting. I-, I was on radio and I was on TV. I was featured in Playboy uh. myself, in Cosmopolitan, the LA Times, New York Times. That's cool. And I even had a m- weekly. Uh, Syndic- nationally syndicated radio show where I was on for about three minutes every week, but not all <laughs> over the country. So anyway, um, one of my uh, students, a woman, wrote one, of, read one of my books, and uh, next thing I know, I don't even know how it happened. I was married. I got married, and, and when uh, all kinds of women were calling me, asking for private lessons after, you know, hours, I got one of those. Uh, we need to talk.
2: Yeah, I can imagine.
5: <laughs> and so, so I had to choose between uh, she wanted me to choose between my career and and uh, and the marriage. And next thing I know, I was selling real estate. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's when I was selling the. the that's when I sold the, the million dollar properties for um, on, the, on the market. But then when I got divorced, to touch shit. I loved what I was doing. So mm went back
2: to it yeah you got to follow what you love man that's that's it that's why i'm doing this this uh podcast and all
5: yeah you can do it and and i'll give you some pointers on how you guys can can market it i think you guys got a little i think you guys got a good niche and uh it's mostly guys your age and uh what, what what tell me a little bit about your niche
2: uh, we just try to do a hang, you know, talk about everything, news, current event, current events. Uh, we've just started the interview thing. This is like second or third week that we've been doing interviews, and has been going really cool. Uh,
1: really, like we're a show that likes to simulate what it's like just hanging out with a couple guys and drinking some beers. That's yeah, really, like what we're shooting for. <laughs>
5: yeah. That's pretty general. I think that's a wide, wide audience. Yeah,
2: we don't have a format. We just, we just go with it.
5: Ah. Cool. cool. so yeah, I think this might, uh, how to pick up girls probably is a pretty good, um, topic.
1: So now but, yeah. you, you actually said that you have a pickup line that has never failed you. Are you really? willing to reveal that? I sure,
5: sure, yeah. Um, well, when now I hold on, wait, before you... I, I, my students can do this too. Um, when I was writing my book, I would, you know, you first check out a girl that you want to meet. And you make a little eye contact with her, and and unless you've got complete uh, look of disgust, I would walk over to her and say, excuse me, you look like the perfect girl to ask. I'm writing a book on love and attraction, and you seem like the perfect girl to answer a few questions. Do you have a few minutes? And I tell you, I never got... I mean, I always, and see that, that allows you to engage them in a meaningful conversation, a meaningful dialogue, and allows you to ask questions, because I have a list of questions that allows you to re- reveal, I- elicits strong romantic emotions in them, like uh, tell me about the first time you fell in love, and immediately that does something to their brain, it puts them in a state uh, you know, t- tell me, tell me what it, uh, how, how, what you find attractive in men. Tell me about the best times of your childhood. If you had a million dollars, what would you do with it? And see, you want to create that that um, that type of good feeling, the emotions. You want to you want to sizzle those endorphins in the brain to Make create it. good emotions and feelings.
0: Yeah,
1: I feel like too. I feel like it's all about just that. People in general like to talk about themselves. So Mm. if you just get them talking about themselves, they're going to automatically view you as like, oh, you don't even have to say much for somebody to be like, wow, he's great at having conversations. And you could say like three or four things the entire time. And just Mm. because you let them talk. It's like you're, you you're are the best. so
5: right. People, guys, don't realize that they try to impress the women by telling them how great they are. That's the worst thing you can do. You have <laughs> two ears I had a friend that's mouth. notorious for doing twice that. As much as you talk. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: yeah. Got to be a good you listener.
5: Let them tell you. you. Ask the right questions, and they will tell you what turns them on.
2: Yeah.
1: Now I have uh, one more question for you before we wrap this up. Uh, I at a time like a couple years ago. Had also studied the same thing. I had gotten into the whole like pickup artist thing, and I read like the game, and you know went onto like that website that they have and stuff like that. And when I had told my friends that I was doing this, a lot of them treated me like shit. Like they really rejected me for it. They put As me they down. Should. They would, if we ever had any parties, they would pull all the girls aside and be like, you know, watch out for him because he's doing all this stuff and he's gonna try to get, you know, try to get into your pants and blah blah blah. So, do I just have do I just have bad friends or? Yeah, was it was it just a bad group of friends or does that happen to a lot of these guys that go into like this? You know, I'm gonna try to pick up women. Like,
5: well, it really depends on on uh, uh, how they perceive you. if they if they think you're an honorable guy, that's, uh you know, if they if you know if they have their sisters and and uh, cousins there, and and, <laughs> and you're a, a super horn dog, and you know maybe they might get a little protective, but you know not just a regular party. Why would they care who you're trying to? Uh, Uh, So it was a shitty group of friends.
2: Yeah, you just (laughs) hanging out with some fucking douchebags.
3: Yeah, we know a bunch of (laughs) 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 douchebags.
2: That's all we hang out with. We're all assholes. But it
1: was discouraging for a while. Like I actually gave up on a lot of like you know trying to use any of those techniques to seduce women because it just made me feel like a creep. That's funny. For a while, you know.
5: To me, the best way to meet women, I mean, is online. Wow, you can't believe this. I can't do it. I've tried. Mm.
1: I've signed up to the dating sites and I'll e- I've emailed so many girls I won't even get a reply back. Damn. Won't even get a reply. I have no you clue what I'm doing know wrong.
2: how to do it. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm just ugly. If you're still doing it, let me know. Uh, you're
5: you doing it wrong. You have to know how to create your profile. You have to know what kind of pictures to put up there. You have to know your headlines. Your uh, everything that you put on there is so important. You got to you got to create your profile like they do these movie trailers. You know, where they just tell you I'm bits bound. and pieces of the most exciting parts and 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 you gotta be mysterious and you have to ask a, you have to yeah, ask a question in your profile. You've got to give them something to write you about. Mm. And so, so there's the real, there's a huge strategy behind the profile that you put up. Yeah. yeah. All right, and man. We're also, gonna uh, how you message them too. That's that's really key. Yeah.
2: I got to wrap it up, you Leonardo. Yeah. I'm sorry, we got another uh, call coming in in a few minutes. For we did night. enjoy
1: we did enjoy this. Though we'll have to uh, we'll have to talk to you again. Uh, why don't you get all your plugs out, whatever you're promoting, and then we'll let you go.
5: Oh yeah, go to thecompanionator.com, and if if you scroll to the bottom, and there's a free uh, give you guys your your audience a, a free forty uh, five minute strategy session on how to pick up girls.
1: Cool, cool, dude. All right, take care, Leonardo. All right, take care. Bye. Thanks. Have a good one. We're gonna take like a quick three minute break, and uh, we'll be back, guys. Yeah, we'll be back. All right, Robinson Show. We're back. We got Ben Abix. You said Abix. Abix. Ben Abix on the. Uh, Phone And now you're a, uh, a book author, right? You write like thrillers?
5: Yeah, I'm a book author, a fiction author, nonfiction as well. And uh, right now I just basically simultaneously had uh, published two fiction novels um, all in the month of uh, August. So basically awesome. I kind of, instead of doing one at a time like a lot of regular authors do, I actually knocked out two and put out two at one time.
1: That's cool. Well, now the the one, uh, Tropic Trauma, I think it was called. You, I read on your website that you started that in like '96 or something. It said.
5: Yeah, I started that in '97, '98, um, um, at an apartment <laughs> next to the Red River, kind of in Fargo, downtown Fargo, not too far from the basketball courts where all the guys play and stuff. And I was, uh, I, you know, I just kind of got inspired. I, I started writing, and back then in '97, you know, there wasn't a lot of internet. I mean, there was internet, but there wasn't a lot of laptop access and things like that. So I basically put pen to paper and yeah. wrote, um, you know, the novel, um, on eight yellow, uh, notepads, eight big, you know, yellow legal notepads. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, did it really take you like that long to write or did you like, you know, put have it on long the back burner between?
5: What?
2: Did you put it on the back burner for a while or did it just take you a, a long, that long to write it?
5: No, 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 no. It only, it only, I wrote it like, um, between, like, Halloween of 97 to all the way to, like, March of 98. And there was a Florida oh, okay. trip in there between there. And I went yeah. To Fort Lauderdale, Miami, the Keys, all that stuff, so...
2: Now, do you use things from your real life in in the books or that you hear from, like, people when you talk to them? Okay, what was that again? I'm sorry. Do you, When you write, do you use anything from your real life or that you've heard from other people?
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of... some experiences in my life that were in some of the books, but yeah. for the most part... You know um, I let my mind kind of just run wild I kind of envision what the story is before I I start it and then I'll, I'll put a 50% outline in um, you know like write down or, or, or put a notepad to the computer uh, mm. about a, an outline just an outline basically as long as the outline needs to be and I'll try to do that um, and then I'll let the other 50% of my mind just kind of roll just kind of let the, the reel for the bail on the on the reel open mm. and just let and let the fish just go, you know.
2: Yeah. Who are your greatest uh, influences as a writer?
5: Well, I I read a lot of Patterson, James Patterson. I, you know, I I read a lot of his stuff. Um, I I love the the book, The Outsiders of All Things, which is kind of a kid's book, but I love that
1: book. (laughs) Uh, I actually really enjoyed that one, too. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I, I like uh, cool stories. I like stories that'll you know keep you engaged and keep you reading and and, and keep you entertained you that's know,
2: cool. yeah
1: <clears throat> yeah I had a I started reading your book I actually bought both your books because they're cheap they're ninety nine cents I mean you know anybody who doesn't pay the ninety nine cents that's just silly so <laughs> 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 I bought them both and I started reading farmer. I've just been busy so I haven't gotten uh, too far into it, but I am enjoying it and it is one of those things where like it, it does keep you engaged because it's i just like the idea of those two college kids just partying they're snorting cocaine off of some <laughs> naked girl in a bathroom and it was just you know it's pretty neat gotta, yeah that
5: that was a fun book to write I, yeah I, I i gotta admit that was a really really a great uh it was a yeah. great time writing that book really
2: was well. <laughs> i got a story like that one time i was uh i was living down here at the time and i'm from north jersey that's about two hours north and uh my friends down here wanted to go up and meet my one friend who's a dj and he's been in like competitions and shit so i'm like all right but first we got to stop at my friend uh sheikh 's house and get some bud so we're smoking we're smoking in his yard and my friend Moran is talking about uh how he had just been to a club had did all this like ecstasy and shit and just like fucking woke up you know he had, he had fucking fell face first into the dance floor at this club and the next thing you know he wakes up and he had no idea what happened And so my friend Scott, who went up with me, he falls to the ground and starts like convulsing. So I thought he was fucking kidding. So I kicked him in the stomach. And my friend George is like, yo, give me what he's having. And then we realize his jaw is just clenching like he's having a seizure. So I'm like, fuck, what are we going to do? What are we, we're going to drop him off at the hospital. And I'm just going to go back down. I'm just going to go back down home, you know? And then he comes to. And then we're just, we're totally freaked out. We still went to my friend Watson's house, but he fucking, he threw up like every 20 minutes. Even on the ride home, I had to keep pulling over. It was crazy, man. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, yeah, a friend that did some really weird stuff. He he was a uh, you know the the, the drunk friend, the, the alcoholic friend that you had that was always trying to get you to drink with him. And you know I'm always like Rob, okay, I'll drink with you. You know he like always, it's a tennis match. It's always going back and forth. Like you buy the beer now, and I'll get it next time. Of course, you never got it next time, but <laughs> you nothing. Know, his girlfriend, or I think it was his wife at the time, had uh, had, oh, just abruptly left him because, of course, his, his problem is just spiral out <laughs> of control. Well. Yeah. You know, one day I'm at my house, and he's walking on the side that comes over, and, you know, next thing you know, he's on the couch, and he's just kind of bobbing back and forth, like, you know, f- sitting, but his body, his upper body was moving forward and then back, forward and then back, and his head was kind of just jolting about. And I'm like, what's up with you, man? Why are you just waking out right now? And next thing you know, he told me, I just down a ton of like Tylenol just a ton of it he, was, basically, he, he basically killed he tries to kill himself and then he comes to my place to, to, ha- to have me like witness it you know
1: wow. I mean? so like... you're just gonna have to deal with a dead body <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> what a great friend
2: there was a news story like a week or two ago where um I guess some kids were hanging out and one of them died like they overdosed and they took selfies with the, the dead body and like posted it on Facebook and all and I thought I, that was hilarious <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy man yeah
2: <laughs> i don't think they did anything wrong like uh, that's cool
5: so what yeah you guys are re- one of you guys are reading the book the book framer right yeah
3: yeah, yeah i reading it yeah
5: okay cool yeah i was just making sure yeah <clears throat> yeah man it was it was uh that one went out really fast i wrote it really quickly but it was like i was just I was slamming out like 10 to 15 pages a day. I mean, it was just wow. rolling like a and tap.
1: So, That's awesome. Um, yeah, you wrote it like a couple of months. It was right? a
5: lot. Of, type it out rather than
2: write it out by hand. You <clears> know? Yeah. <clears throat> a lot. Of,
1: yeah, actually, I think I pronounced the name wrong. I, I don't know why. I called it Farmer, but it's Framer, right?
5: Framer, yep, yep. And and it the, the, the title kind of suits what this, uh, you know, I don't know if you've gotten to the point where they were recruited. Um, are yeah, not, but,
1: I, that's um, actually where I'm at right now. Is they met the guy at the restaurant and he's talking to them.
5: Okay, yeah. So the book is starting to switch gears now a little bit, and they're getting recruited um, by this uh, mysterious guy, the secretive guy, and so yeah, it gets uh, a, a lot crazier thereafter.
1: Yeah, that's cr- that's cool. Yeah. Well. well, now do you uh do you like read the news a lot to and try to like incorporate like current events and stuff like that into your stories or?
5: Sometimes, yeah. I mean, like with like with this Framer book, um, you know, it, it advances to about two thousand twenty seven, so it goes into the future, and so the book, um, like it takes a lot of what's going to happen, I think, in the future into into account, you know. So, you know, for take for instance, like, um, you know, drone technology. And technology like uh, Google Glass. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but it's like augmented reality where you kind of look through a pair of glasses and you can kind of see like news feeds and stuff like that. And you'll be able to kind of see, um, you know, lots of different things that are popping up in the right lens, whereas maybe the left lens, you're, you're perhaps you can kind of see the whole world. Yeah. And you know, it it, it takes into account a lot of um, so, like a lot of the writing I like to do now and the next book that I'm going to do. Um, kind of takes into account like the future so um Mm. i'm kind of envisioning what the future is going to be but i know that like right now you know robotics and robots and things like that are going to be um going to be really big in the in the you know 2020s and 30s and things like that so i'm kind of working from that angle into this third book as to kind of what i want to do and i already have it kind of put together but um i just need the time to kind
2: of sit down and write it
1: yeah that's cool man, yeah, like I've heard crazy stuff that, like in twenty years from now, they think they're going to be able to take our consciousness and actually put it in like a robot body.
2: Uh, I want a robot yeah. penis like with hydraulics and shit. I think that'd be fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: I've heard some wild stuff about about <laughs> people being able to read each other's minds and things like that. like you could just mm. go into a Starbucks or something and you would you wouldn't even people wouldn't even be having conversations, they would just be reading each other's minds. Wow. with, you know, some of the technology that they're wearing, you know, whether it be the glasses or whatever they're wearing. It's
1: crazy, you know, man. It's, it's going to be a very different world very soon. It's moving yeah. quick.
5: Well, well, I'm 42, so I mean, I, I, I'll i probably be lucky if I get another 40 years, but I'd love to see how the next, you know, 40 years pan out before I croak, but yeah. anybody who's 20s right now, you know, 20s, 15 years old, mm-hmm. like my son is 8, and yeah. my daughter 11 or 12, and I just, I would love to switch out and let them be me and let you know uh but maybe them <laughs>
1: that <be all> <laughs> yeah so are you are you like a fan of like science fiction then cuz it kind of sounds like you're moving towards a science fiction mm.
6: type of thing
5: yeah you know a, lo- a lot of the stuff that i write it doesn't have science fiction to it what it is it's it's um i like to just call it kind of like a reality but an extreme reality kind of whereas you know it's it's real a lot of, all of the stuff that i write has a realistic um, spin to it or tip to it where, whereas science fiction I think is, is much more over the top stuff where, you know, people are, are creating, you know, sometimes they're even creating like different worlds and stuff like that, where all the stuff that I write is realistic stuff that actually is going to happen and, and, and the stuff that's in the works and stuff. So, um, there's really no like true science fiction behind the writing at all. But, um, the whole thing is my whole thing is just to entertain people as much as I can, and, yeah. and if someone's gonna if someone's gonna sit down and take the time to read one of my my books or listen to one of my books on audiobook or um, you know um, anything even if 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 any of them ever make it to the to the to the movie screen or, or television I want them to be fully entertained. And if I if when I when I wrote this stuff I didn't want people to say damn that was really you know, just a run-of-the-mill, average book. I didn't want to mm. do that. I, I promised myself if I'm going to do that, and that's the reaction I'm going to get, this is not the business I need to be in. Yeah. So I made every effort that I could to to make certain that I could try to accomplish that.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, man, I'm definitely looking uh, forward to finishing your book, and when I do finish it, I'll I'll leave a review on uh, Amazon <clears> for you. um That'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, what else was I going to say? I had something, and it. Oh, so what? Uh, did you always want to be like a writer growing up or was this something that you decided on later in life?
5: Um, yeah, I was in my composition class in twelfth grade, I had a teacher who had a degenerative like disease, and I don't know what the disease was. I mean off the top of my head it was I want to think it was Parkinson's and he was pretty advanced and I he was really a great guy. I mean you could kind of tell he was at the end of his end of his rope and for him to be teaching under those medical conditions was nothing short of astounding. But he was really uh, a sweet guy, and he, you know, he kind of, like, I, I would stay after school sometimes and just hang with him and, and, and talk with him, and, and of course, we wrote journals and whatnot, you know, throughout the class, and it was like a journal class, a composition class, and he he really dug my stuff, and I thought my stuff sucked, honestly, I didn't think it was that good, and, you know, he encouraged me to write some short stories and some different things, and I did, and I brought him in to him, of course, he could critique him, but but all in all, he thought it was really good, and he thought maybe that I should pursue it at some point. I just kind of put it back in my head and never really, you know, thought about it. And then, you know, when I wrote Tropical Trauma in the late 90s, I thought about him. I knew he'd been dead. I, I'm pretty sure he'd been dead for some time. Wow. But the f- I thought it was him, you know, and and so, I don't know, he was kind of my motivation a little bit in that regard, but, you know... Uh, so, yeah, you know, when I was in high school, I, I liked to write, and I I, I really when I wrote Framer I was like this is like this was such a fun experience for me to write the book that when I was done with the book I just you know I was like actually feeling bummed out and almost like missing writing on that particular book which is as weird as that sounds it's true but um so whenever I get into these things my you know my third project and stuff I want to feel the same way when I'm done with that one
1: that's cool and that's crazy too that you finished Framer in like what three months you wrote that book?
5: Yeah, I wrote it in under two months. I wrote it in like 58 days, but every day that I did write on it, and I wrote on it every day in those 58 days, except maybe a couple. Um, I was knocking out probably, I don't know, anywhere between six and 15 pages.
1: So how many was, hours a day were you spending just writing?
5: Well, I was figuring that each page was probably taking me about an hour to write, maybe about 50 minutes to an hour to write a page. A page. Wow. That particular book, as as you go through that book, you'll find out it's very detailed. You know, it's very detail oriented. Like I said, there's a lot of future type of stuff in it. There's a lot of um, things that you would think would be going on in the late 2020s.
2: Is there hoverboards? Because that's what I want. What's that? Hoverboards. One more time. Huh. Is there any hoverboards in it?
5: <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't think so. Ah. Uh, <laughs> That's actually kind of cool. That's yeah. actually really cool. I never, I, I didn't incorporate that into the stuff, but. Um,
1: <clears throat> well, there you go. We just gave you something to put in your next book. You know. Hoverboards. <laughs> it's really cool.
4: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> he's, he's writing it down now. He's like. Hoverboards. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> You
1: think nice. We should, uh, wrap this up so we have a little bit of time. Yeah. We we're we're sorry we got to cut this short. We enjoy talking to you, and you're another guest who we would definitely get in contact again. When I finish reading your book, maybe we'll book you for another interview so we can talk about it. Um, yeah. I appreciate so, it. I really do. Yeah, definitely. So uh, go ahead and give your plugs and we'll let you go, all right?
5: Sounds great. Thank you so much, guys. Well, Thank go, you. go ahead and
1: uh, promote whatever oh. you got to promote.
2: Yeah, what where you, your books are and the titles.
5: Oh, yeah. Well, the titles uh, is Framer, is, is the one book, and the other book is called Tropical Trauma. Both are on the Amazon Marketplace. But um, you'll be able to get them in, in audio. You'll also be able to get them um, in paperback at some point soon, and perhaps um, on all the marketplaces as well. So.
1: And like I um, said, guys, don't be cheap. They're 99 <laughs> cents on Amazon, the <laughs> e-books. I downloaded them straight to my Kindle and got them both two bucks. Yeah, man. And, then, and from what I see, this... They're good reads, so.
5: <clears throat> yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's a pretty impulsive buy, so.
1: Nice. All
2: right, brother.
5: All right. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank Great you. talking to you. Take care, Ben. All right.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We're going on break, guys. We'll, uh, we'll be back.
2: Hello? Yo, what's up, dude? What's
6: up, Rick? How much am I on the air?
2: Yeah, man. Oh, what's
6: going on? (laughs) Not
2: much. We're just waiting for our next uh, interview to call in, and we figure we give you a call.
6: Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, I was just uh, doing some uh, prepping stuff. I was watching a video on uh, on Phil Fish and such and doing some new stuff. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, I did want to ask you guys, what, what are you guys drinking?
2: Oh, I drink Yingling and Slim drinks.
1: I'm drinking some uh something called Country Line IPA. I like all like the craft beers and yeah. stuff like that. So I just found Yeah, this,
6: that, uh, I'm interested in craft beers too. That's why I was like wondering because uh, I was I was trying to figure out what Rob was drinking. I was figuring it was Yingling, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, I'm just a regular uh, slob,
2: regular working <laughs> man. Yingling, America's oldest brewery. Yeah, yeah I usually buddy.
1: drink like all kinds of stuff, but I found like this IPA that I really liked. <clears throat> that I just drink during the podcast. Yeah. And then he throws yeah,
6: up
2: I... afterwards.
6: <laughs> and with, I'm sorry to hear that.
1: He just throws up. Every time he drinks a beer,
2: he throws up in between.
1: That's, that's a lie.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how I stay sober. That's my secret. You know, I never get drunk. I drink it and then just puke it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, a lot uh, what craft kind of
6: beers myself? That's why. Uh, that's why I was wondering, cause um, I was get. have I've been drinking a lot of craft beers myself, and I started to figure out that I'm really into uh, Belgian style, like wheat kind of beers. See, I don't.
1: I don't like wheat beers, man. I'm. I'm more of like an IPA guy, and uh, every now and then I'll go for like a porter or a stout, but I stay away from like uh, wheat beers oh, oh, or wheat anything wheat beers, like that. You know? P yeah. loves wheat beers. He said.
2: <clears throat>
1: what Yeah, uh, they
6: got. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: What like what have you drank drank recently that you really liked?
6: like? Uh, like well, right now, I was drinking a Blue Moon just because I haven't had it in a while. Uh, but besides, I had I went on a flight uh, beer flight the uh, like uh, last week. I uh, tried like so many different <clears throat> types of beers because I mean I could go for weepers, but I also like the you know r- loggers and ales or that, whatever. And the IPA, I've tried, but n- I don't I don't really remember it so much for me to kind of be fascinated by it because I see it all over the place I see every everybody's all about IPA's nowadays yeah and so I'm like oh, you know what I gotta give it a second shot I gotta I gotta try an IPA again
1: yeah you gotta you gotta find the right IPA's and the, the thing is with IPA's is that they're uh, they're the real hoppy beers so they're, mm. they're yeah. more on the bitter side and Heavy. they take yeah they take longer to get used to like with uh, getting into like craft beer and stuff like that you really have to educate your palate like when I first started out I tried so many different beers and they all taste the fucking same to me. Right. <laughs> but... uh,
2: Milwaukee's best. <laughs>
1: right. I've never tried that.
2: Yeah,
6: like that's that's the way I am. Like I i I I mean I, I started with just like ale because you know, my first couple of beers are like coronas and buds. Yeah. You know, those type of beers and until and, yeah. and some are lighter than others, but they're all just about the same shit. <laughs> and then once I went into Sam Adams, I was like, Whoa, this is Different. So I like the Sammys,
2: bro. That's
1: actually, that's where I started. I think Sam Adams is a good starter point because they have so many different styles. I like the Summerhead
2: brew. That's my favorite, man.
1: They're also like, you outgrow them. Like, if you stick to it and keep trying different craft beers, Sam Adams is one of those beers that you end up outgrowing. Because, like, I can't, like, I'll go back to Sam Adams and I'm like, it's just bland. Oh, man. I I can go back to the Boston Lager anytime.
3: Mm. The Boston Lager is good. Yeah, the Boston Lager
1: is
2: good, dude. Yeah. I fucking love that. I, like, I started on like Miller Lights and shit, though. Like
1: it's it's funny with me. Uh, when I first, I didn't start drinking until I was twenty. <clears throat> Uh, a girlfriend had dumped me, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna get drunk for the first time." I think, I think the first beer I ever had, I had, I took a sip of like a Heineken, and I puked. Wow, not even what drink a bitch. I didn't drink anything else after that. But then uh, I had a good friend of mine who had just gotten into craft beer, and he's like, "Well, if you're drinking now, I'm gonna make sure that you drink good." So I went into craft beer right from the get-go. Like I Damn. didn't do the light beers or any of that. I was just my right new, on there my motherfucking nigga <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
6: you <know> what, though? <laughs> I, I had to do the craft beer yourself like now I know people who are into it too cuz it's a great conversation starter What's that but, oh, yeah, the craft
4: beer like, oh.
6: craft beers yeah Have you so, ever been to, I, our... I to shit out myself I just buy beers and go okay do I like this do I not like this Yeah yeah, it's a, I, it's I, always I,
1: like, fun too. It's fun too when you right. go to the liquor store and you just see something that you haven't tried before, and you're like, "Oh, I gotta try this!" Like it's just an experience, you know.
6: Mhm. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I, I've, I've, uh, you know, I've bought so many. Beautiful- Whoa! Whoa, hold on. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so, uh, so what's new, <laughs> yeah, like, Ricky? Years, how's the uh, right? <laughs> what's
1: that, dude? Hello. Oh, I, I was asking you what's new. How's the uh, how's the two broke gamers podcast going?
6: going alright. Um, this week, uh, we're definitely going to be talking about uh, a big release that happened in, in, in Nintendo Land, which is uh, Smash Bros. So that's definitely a huge thing that we're going to be talking about. Yo, but, is uh, it,
1: isn't Mega Man in that one?
6: Wow. Dude, yeah, Mega Man. That's like one of the characters I've used in the demo. And yeah, there was a demo release in the 3DS. Because, um, <clears> you know, there's two different versions of the game coming out. Uh, the, the 3DS version, which is coming out, which is out in, in Japan. Everywhere else, like, mostly is going to be out October 3rd. Uh, and that is, um, and, and then the, oh am sorry, the other version is going to be coming up for the Wii U too. Uh, they're saying maybe November, but it's going to come up by the end of this year. But yeah, um, there's a demo that was released by Nintendo exclusively for people who are like platinum members of a club and I happen to be sent it. So I've, I've had exclusive access to the demo before everybody else like gets nice. it out on Friday. That's awesome. And the demo's really good. And I've been mostly playing Mega Man because, like, that's the only decent character I'm I'm good with right now. Even yeah. though I'm not a big fan <laughs> of him. No, I love Mega really Man. Good.
1: Is is Sonic the Hedgehog still in it, or did they?
6: Yeah. It's basically the game is really cool with the big main like characters that they have. Like they have Mario, Mario of course, okay. uh, Mega Man, Sonic, and Pac Man are in this game. Wow! Wow!
2: Pac Man, what does he do?
6: he he does stuff like he does random moves that um he like he can summon like one of the fruits and stuff that come in his game like uh like the key and, and random fruit that he'll throw at you that's uh, cool he'll eat you and like he'll knock you off stage. you know the smash moves and stuff
2: that's sweet um
6: yeah he uses a lot of like namco related like stuff which is funny because you know of course namco helped made this game too so that's why of course the inclusion of pac-man had to happen nice <laughs> So yeah, we are going to talk about all that. And I mean, it has got to a point where uh, it's already reached uh, a million sales already. Wow. And it's only in a, J- a, a Japanese Japan. release. Wow.
2: That's fucking awesome, dude.
6: And I mean, that, that's also probably counting the people in America who just really couldn't wait for the game to come out in like two weeks. <clears throat> Yeah. People have bought the Japanese 3DS and the game and they're playing it here in the US. Wow. Yeah, my kids love the uh Smash Brothers that was
2: just on the regular Wii. I still haven't picked it yeah. up. They have it at their mother's, but they love that game, dude.
6: Mm-hmm. Do we still have a nine thirty? It, it's like a good mix of like the competitive melee and and brawl, which is the last one that just came out. So it's really like a good mixture and it's been pretty good so far.
2: Yeah, that's cool, dude. Yeah, we gotta um we gotta get going, Ricky. We got a nine thirty interview coming up, dude. His name is no, R- Rasheen, but um, we will stay in touch, brother.
1: Yeah, thanks for uh, picking up, man. Let
6: me plug my stuff, of course. Yeah, 2 brother. Bro gamers podcast on YouTube. The number two. And follow us on Twitter. Yeah, and it's number two. Yes, thank you, uh, Rob, for that. Or, yeah, Not we forget problem. that. <laughs> and then on, uh, and then on Twitter uh, at two with you know it's number two at two bro gamers pod. Awesome, brother. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, take, take care, care right? Ricky.
1: see you, bro. All right, guys, we're going on break. We got one more interview to wrap the night up with, or we might do more stuff after thank that. You. So. Uh, oh we'll, yeah, we'll be back, uh, guys. The Robin Swim show. We have uh, who, who's this on the on the line?
2: Yeah. What's going In on, there? bro?
1: Yo, how do we how do we sound to you? Do we do we sound all right? Because we just had a guy tell us that we sound all washed out.
5: Yeah, you sound some. You sound washed out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really, we do, or are you just like messing with us?
5: No, you seriously, you do.
1: Huh? Really. I don't know if there's.
5: I can still hear. you clear. clearly.
2: That's weird, because we were on the phone with like another friend of ours, and he said we sounded fine.
5: Oh, I think I think we'll just we'll just run with it. I can understand everything you guys are saying, but it's not clear. Oh wow, that's,
1: that's weird. Crazy. We'll have to look into that and figure it out. Yeah. So man. what's up, man? So what do you do?
5: Me, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I, uh, I'm a co-founder of an app company. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be released uh, next month, and it's a it's a job search app. It's going to be like Tinder, but for finding a job.
1: You think people are just going to try to fuck each other on it, though? <laughs> you never know. There
5: might, there might be some sexual harassment that we all <laughs> hap- I mean, If that happens, I think I'm pretty – I guess i got to put in the terms and conditions
2: that we're not responsible for uh, – the curve hires you (laughs) give you a raise if you do this
1: have you have you ever made any apps before is this like your first app
5: this is our first app and it's uh it's been a real interesting experience we're outsourced it to a guy in Philadelphia who then handles some guys in India that are actually building it Wow and uh yeah there's some real I mean it's cheap you can't beat the price, but mm. there's
2: some real cultural differences. Yeah, we need a Rob and Slim app. <laughs> <What> <laughs> a Rob and Slim app, <laughs> just shit pics, and maybe they could listen to the show live. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's go. Where are you? Where are you located, bro? I'm in
5: the nation's capital, Washington
2: D.C. Nice, nice.
5: <clears throat> have you? Uh, have you guys? Uh, about this later on uh, domestic violence.
2: No. Football
5: player that just went down. Oh the football uh, player. You, uh, a- Anderson Wires Peterson. Running back.
2: Yeah, man. What would it she hit him uh, and then he hit her back.
5: I don't know. You know, he said something happened, but he says he didn't hit her. But this was back in July.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. And now
5: but he just got he got arrested. So Yeah. You know, of course the Cardinals immediately what? put him on the inactive list or you know, nobody's talking around now, but...
1: Um, <laughs> what did you what did you think of that Ray Rice thing, then? That's who I thought we were talking about.
5: Oh, no, no, no. This is, like, this is the fourth guy in the last week. No. Wow. Uh, oh, Ray Rice? I don't... Honestly, I don't, why did the video change anything? What did yeah. they Like, what do they think happened inside the elevator?
2: Yeah. I heard uh, Whoopi Goldberg even defended him, saying that, you know, if a woman hit a guy, he should be able to hit her back, like and she caught a lot of shit for that, but.
5: <clears throat> yeah, that's her, I think that's her shtick, though, is just being out there. Yeah. Saying like, fucked, fucked up shit, and um, <laughs> hiding behind the fact that, you know, he's a you know, black and Jewish, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, no, it's Ray Rice, again, who, what did people think that he, like, pushed her, or she passed out on her own, and he just dragged her out? It's, um, <laughs> but I've talked to a number of women, though, who said, like, well,
2: he, she must have done something. Yeah. Yeah, she must have pushed his buttons or something, Well, man. I, I've like, heard
1: that they both were, like, a little drunk that night, and she might have been, like, yelling at him, and, you know, maybe they yeah. have gotten in some fights before. Yeah, you don't. don't, you,
5: don't you, you don't lay your hands on someone. I mean, who nah.
2: hasn't?
5: Who, what guy hasn't been made mad by a woman? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. it's still no excuse. So,
5: yeah, definitely. I mean, <clears throat> but ultimately, I mean, Ray Rice stinks. That's why they cut him. <laughs> if he was good. No. If he was good, you don't think, I mean, it's not like they cut Ray Lewis. It's not like they cut Jamal Lewis. Mm. It's not like they cut, uh, two years ago, Terrell Suggs, his uh, then, girl, and, uh, then girlfriend, now wife, was trying to get a protective order.
2: Yeah. against
5: him Because he said that he'd been beating her for years, and he, like, dragged her alongside a car. And he cut him. They just gave him an extension last year, or so <laughs> you know there's different rules if you can help them.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's players that have been like you know murdered people and are still doing. That's true. That's true yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. Don't the Cardinals in is smoking weed apparently?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're making a big deal out of that, right? Mm.
5: Yeah, I think. Although I think he just got his suspension cut to ten games, Josh. Josh Gordon in Cleveland, so um, they'll be back on the field. But still, it's it's just some weed.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't make sense because it's like they're a lot of states are legalizing it. So like, why? Yeah, you know, why is it a problem?
5: Because uh, the NFL wants to wrap itself in the flag and try and pretend like it's wholesome. So
2: yeah, that's true. Especially when they're advocating like the the fucking you know. The, the gladiators of, you know, modern times. Like, people, you know, get all fucked up. It fucks up their head, man, all those concussions and shit.
5: Absolutely, and it's supposed to make you uh, more aggressive, I think. All yeah. It. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, there should still be people playing football, but mm. I think everybody, people just need to know exactly what they're getting into. I think most of these guys would still take the money and take the damage, but yeah, uh, it's irresponsible and just long to lie to people about what's happening to
2: them. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, anything uh, about Nicki Minaj? I, I read that she uh, she tried going to her high school and they, they said they, they claimed that they didn't have time for her and she's trying to make it seem like they, they didn't want her to motivate their fucking students. But what the fuck could Nicki Minaj motivate you to do besides be a fucking whore, dude? <laughs> 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 then I saw. Well, why does she? Why, did she, why did she? care? Yeah, I, I don't know. She tweeted it out. She tweeted it Was out. she getting paid? Was she gonna get paid a whole bunch of money by high school? Or? She she just wanted to motivate the students, and she said like the school the school changed my life. I wanted to uh, pay it back. For the students there, and then oh, she—her
5: school. Yeah, school, yeah, her, yeah,
2: her high school—and then she said something like, "Well, I guess, I guess she didn't want me to motivate kids," and blah blah blah. What a, what a fucking twat! And then I saw there was a picture um released because they kept saying all over the years, you know, that her ass was real and. There was a photo released. I put it in our group. Yeah, you see it. Um, oh, bring it up. It looks. It's. It's definitely an implant, dude. It's like f- her. Her leg is floating over it. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Ah, but yeah. No, that's that's pretty much it. And then I. I did read too. I didn't know if you heard. Uh, where is it? The um. The the New York uh, City Police Commissioner made a comment that he would shake hands with Satan himself if it if it would, you know, make the city safe right after he shook hands with Al Sharpton and Al Sharpton was all fucking pissed off. <laughs> oh
5: man, Sharpton's clean, man. Sharpton's got an MSNB, MSNBC show. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's been, he's like, uh, I don't know, sanitized or something. He's like the president of black America now.
2: He's just a fucking troublemaker, so he's though. A
5: legit, he's a legit figure and many people die. I don't know
2: why. I mean, yeah, it's
5: amazing. It's amazing, but I think it started with uh, he must have got that lap band surgery <laughs> because he lost weight pretty quickly, and he, and he has that like telltale, tell, tell, really skinny face now. Like it looks yeah. Like skeletal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I've actually been like staying like originally when we first started this podcast, all we did was covered like news stories. Now hmm. we're doing like all these interviews and stuff, and I actually just stopped watching the news because of all this shit that's going down. It's just, like, depressing. What like, <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think about, like, this whole ISIS thing?
5: Yeah, it's been a pretty rough summer, right? Yeah, uh, man. For, for the world. ISIS, I don't know. You know, everyone's saying they're, they're worse than Al-Qaeda. Bill so yeah. Robertson says we need to kill them or convert them. That's probably... You know, probably can do something less drastic than that. But.
2: Yeah.
3: Say so we should just kill them all.
2: They just—they just um, I think, beheaded or sliced the throat of like some English fucking reporter or some shit. I just saw that on the paper last week. <clears throat> yeah,
5: thats, that's actually that's the thing that scares me most about these people. is That you see like the what, the British guys or the American guys that aren't in there. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm just like, how bad is your life in America? Yeah. Thank you are going there. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can see if these are homeless guys. Yeah, how homeless guys go there? Yeah, so if I could get there somehow. But um, if I'm living in a you know a three bedroom house with a two car garage and you know a grill. I'm not. I'm not joining ISIS. Yeah, um,
2: fuck no. I'm not even going over to try to talk to the man. Fuck that. <laughs> I guess they
5: just don't. I, don't know. They probably, I guess they just don't have a whole lot going on here. But a, I like, probably, a lot of it, it probably could probably be solved if they had like a, a decent girlfriend. It
2: probably would not be. Yeah. <laughs> or right. some weed, maybe, or something like that. Just some weed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Like I. I like, um, oh, I'm sorry. That
5: kid, who's the kid who? Killed people earlier this year. His dad was like the Hollywood director. Oh yeah, Elliot Rogers Yeah, we, Rogers. That. Yeah, we that talked about was that. was that yeah, Elliot Rogers He was that freaky guy. man. It's like, man, this guy just needed to get laid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, these people would
6: have
1: lived. No, I actually think because like I read a little bit of his like manifesto when we were really like getting into the story and stuff, <clears> and I think even if he was getting laid, he was just a sociopath that he still would have ended up finding another reason to hurt people or kill people. Like, he was really just fucked in the head.
5: What was he angry about? Uh, The beamer? Was it not the right color?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He said that
2: the girls always rejected him, but he had money. He could have got a girl if he had good game. He just seemed really gay, too. Like a BMW. Yeah. That should make it okay. That should make it fine. He
3: was, like hitting people with a BMW can you imagine bicyclists can you imagine being like murdered by some fucking like college campered, pretty boy Pampered little pretty boy in a BMW man <laughs> I'd be so fucking <laughs> it, it might be comfortable who
5: should have joined ISIS <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying we shouldn't have killed uh, Sodom man he at least keep, kept these savages over there in line man he, he'd fucking kill them for anything they need a fucking dude like that
5: yeah now, now it's gotta be our boot on that back. It's mm. Really, it's
2: really messed up. Yeah, man. Um, and
5: some people you can't
2: negotiate with, right? Nah, yeah, and that's another fucking thing that pisses me off. You can't just bomb the shit out of them anymore. You gotta, you gotta be all strategical and, and all that so kind of we bullshit. If
3: they're prisoners, we should like uh, do like what Genghis Khan used to do, where you line them up. And if the head, if they stand taller than the lich pin of the wagon, you just lock their head off. <laughs> That's what I said. We I say we, what we just carpet
2: bomb the fucking area, man. <laughs> just fuck it. Just savages. Dirty
3: camel raping That's what
1: they are. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually watching that new uh, Godzilla movie last night and I was thinking. Oh, like, how was that? It, it was all right but I was thinking like if America was ever attacked by a giant monster we would just be fucked like <laughs> what what do you think Obama would even do if there was would he just like try to negotiate with well, the monster these are, like uh,
3: part of nature and uh, we
0: can my
2: <laughs> Obama I, I don't think you would do anything bro <laughs>
5: Getting bunker, How but, was that? Was
1: that
2: movie that came and went pretty
1: quickly? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it wasn't in theaters very long, and it came out, yeah, really quick.
5: Worth worth watching on cable.
1: Probably, like I don't know. I, I was only <clears> watching like bits and pieces of it, and just like you know, joking with the guy who uh, I was watching it at work, and I was uh, joking with the guy who brought it in, but I wasn't really paying too much attention to it. Like the effects looked cool. My yeah. buddy, my buddy Pete here saw, and he uh, said it was
3: really good. I so. really liked it a lot. Um. I I, I it was really better nice. than that other piece of the mic, man. It's uh, better than that other piece of garbage that they uh, that they had back in ninety eight. Uh, the The Godzilla movie that did not have Godzilla in it. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: what was I mean. that with Ferris
1: Bueller? Yeah,
3: Ferris uh, Bueller. Godzilla
1: two thousand or something.
3: Mm. No, no, it was just. I didn't even see that. I,
2: I didn't either. That, uh, yeah,
3: don't waste your time. Fuck that! did that like. Yeah. He sampled cashmere for that song. Yeah, that was so bad. <laughs> they, they already re- they already announced the monsters for the next movie. It's going to be Rodan and Mothra. Nice.
4: <laughs> P- pizza what about Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. Maybe the third movie. <laughs> Maybe.
2: Yeah, they gotta wait for that.
5: She
3: might be too scary for
5: kids. But mm. these these terrible movies, they are, and they end up making money because of the overseas market. Yeah. People watch anything with them, you know English and you know American slapped on it, so <laughs> I'm sure they'll make I'm sure they'll make plenty of bank.
1: Yeah man. Yeah man, this is like nobody's really making good movies anymore. Like I haven't seen a good movie in a while. And the only time I ever or go to, to the only time I ever go to the theaters is like when, you know, like a big superhero movie comes out cuz I'm a huge superhero nerd, so like I'll go see like The Avengers or, you know, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, but that's Guardians was like, cool. Than that, man. I won't go. Yeah, I thought for that anything. was going to
3: be a terrible movie, and it turned out it was no. Damn.
1: All right, I uh, what is this guy's name again, Rob? Rasheen. 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 You You're so fucking... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm awful. Rasheen, thanks for talking to us, man. It was cool. Do you got anything you want to promote? Uh, you know, Say all your plugs.
2: No, nothing to plug today, but I would love to call you guys back.
5: That'd be yeah, awesome, Yeah, this is dude. cool, definitely.
1: All right, take care, man.
2: All right, good night, guys. Great talking to you. Later, bro.
1: I like that, man. He was cool. He was cool. really cool, man. We have to get to the bottom of this tech issue, though, because if that's two people who said that were watched out. So. Yeah. I mean, I'll keep asking, but if it it's might an issue. It might be Skype, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to, uh, we'll have to test it some night where I'll call yeah. in on my phone and we'll I figure it out. I thought he was out. just kidding at first. I don't man. know if it's something like on my on the mixer. It could be it, a certain yeah. dial. It could be the there are blaster. there are a couple of... Uh, yeah, it could be the Sound Blaster. Uh, I have like another sound blaster. We could always try and switch that out. Yeah. Uh, all, right, all right. I, I think right.
2: we should play our. Uh, where I don't even know where it is. All right, guys. It might we're take gonna take me a uh, minute to find it.
1: We're gonna go on break. We'll probably be back and do like another thirty minutes, and then we're gonna wrap up. New from the makers of Snapple, made from the best stuff on earth.
4: it up, Rocket Sam? <laughs> it's thirty.
1: All right, what's up, guys? We are back, men. Tonight has been a weird show. (laughs) It's going to
2: get weirder. I had this phone call last week from the Internal Revenue Service. This guy's name is Sebastian Taylor, but he's... He's fucking not American, bro. He's Indian or something and the first thing I did was Google the phone number which is uh 818 666 7630. That's 1818 666 7630 and it's the first thing that comes up when you Google the number is IRS scam. So we're going to try to get this guy on the phone and see see what the fucking real deal is.
1: Call a scam artist. i crazy to scams. <laughs>
2: They're not going to pick up, I bet. They're going to call us back, though.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. We will get a Well, if we get somebody else on the phone, we'll just answer it. Yeah,
2: we'll make it a group. A group thing.
1: Thang. I wonder if it even has, like, a voicemail set up.
2: (sighs) Probably not. (laughs) He would have went to it by now.
1: I'm going to give you uh, Jay's number. We'll give him a call. Mm.
2: All right, I hung up on that shit. So maybe they'll call back. We'll see.
1: We'll see. In the meantime, we're gonna call uh, one of our buddies, Jay, who's been on the show once back mm. when we were, were still the uh, RBJ show. It was
2: only audio too. We didn't even have video back then. It was a great show, though. Yeah, it was a good show. So Highly we're recommend. We're gonna
1: give him a call. So this Jay. If you wanna hold the phone, okay. Take it.
2: Take it up the ace.
1: Let me see. Let me
2: see. What happened,
1: Pete? You give up on us? No, no, no I'm just tired. You still going to go out for a beer with uh your buddy? Yeah, and then I got to get up at like 6.30 then, huh? Hmm. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Yo, what's up, man?
5: What's going on? It's slim and, and Rob and Rob and Pete What's
1: going on, so, did we wake you up?
5: No, I'm just like, uh I'm just about to fall, sit down, play video games.
1: uh, can I ask you a question? Do we sound shitty to you because we tried having an interview with a guy earlier, and he hung up on us. He said that our audio sounds like all wash up,
5: yeah, I mean, it's uh you guys are muddy sounding, I guess.
4: Damn.
1: I don't know what it is. I gotta play with the equipment then I guess. Oh well. So what have, you <laughs> what have you been What have you been up to, man? Uh,
2: working, working, working. Yeah.
1: How's the uh yeah. the cable company? Huh? How is it working for the cable company?
5: Oh like it. I mean it's rough. I got my rough days. Mm. I'm making making money. Make Make <laughs> not to be a dick I'm probably making more money
1: than you are but I put well, hours in probably out. both of yeah, us combined p- probably me. we have shitty jobs you know that <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, uh, it's gotta be rough uh, are,
5: you, are you guys on, on air right now or on the show right now yeah, yeah we're, we're live, live. We yeah, had... want hear wanna hear a story <laughs> yeah <man. laughs> no, of course alright so the other day I'm fucking uh, I go to work and I don't know it's going to rain so I didn't bring a fucking sweatshirt with me or anything. So it starts fucking pouring so I got to work out in the rain outside climbing ladders and shit which pisses me off. It's cold to be already too. So whatever. I'm driving out. My first job's a half an hour out. I start driving out there. I get like 15 minutes out and it's pouring and my one wiper comes up, snaps and like, flops around, comes back down, goes up, and my wiper just goes, Boom, gone. Oh, so i like, mother <laughs> pissed off. And so I turn my wipers off, got a drive and no wipers. I call the shop and they end up sending the guy out to give me wipers. And he puts them on for me too while I'm working, which was nice. That's cool. But So I did a job, did a job, and uh, the lady's mother she came home uh, while I was working. And the one guy there ends up to sit and tell me, you know, he worked for Blue Ridge for years and years and it was my boss for 20 years, whatever. His daughters work for Pencor, which is a company that owns Blue Ridge. It's basically the company that, like, you know, owns the area in a lot of ways. And no. uh, so I finished a job and I'm in a rush. I'm behind schedule. I've got four jobs in the same time slot. So I'm, like, you know, destined to be late for them. You know, like, there's no fucking way I'm going to be on time. Yeah. And uh, I start backing out of the driveway. I look right and I hear
0: tink, 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 tink
5: and I'm like, oh no! I look in my left mirror. I've hit the mother's car. I'm uh, it out.
4: Oh, uh, holy and, shit, <laughs> man!
5: So my first little accident. I pull forwards, I start panicking. You know, whatever. I called. I call my boss, or called. You know, find out what to do. And you know, you know, obviously go in there, exchange insurance information. I've done very little damage. You know, scratched the bumper, mm. cracked a little piece of plastic on the grill. Minimal, minimal damage. So I go in there and tell the lady, I'm like, hey, you know, I uh, I hit your car back out of the driveway. She freaks out a little bit because she doesn't know how bad the damage is yet. And she tells me, oh, I'm a vice president for Blue Ridge Table. And so I went, oh, so I'm fired. Fantastic. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. She, she's the vice president of the fucking company I, I work for, basically. Wow. So, so all the cars for me to hit, I hit this car. And it turns out, you know, it's not really, you know, too big of a deal. It's not much damage, you know, I exchanged insurance information with them and everything. And, uh, you know, she's just kind of whatever. But, you know, after as, as talking to him for a while and everything, uh, she actually offered me a job, asking if I wanted to come work directly for Blue Ridge. of how I handled the situation.
2: That's awesome. Wow, man. Yeah, that's...
5: well, yeah, uh, I mean, I told her, like, it, it was in, it's in, uh, stroudsburg or whatever so it's like an hour mm. from me and she said you know if I wanted to go do it I can go on the fly or whatever and uh... you know I mean I, I don't know how to get in touch with her again to tell you the truth right now I could figure it out my boss knows her and her husband for twenty fucking years If so I really want to wow like, the Blue Ridge guys the big uh... what do you call it uh... the union guys forty five dollars an hour that's awesome so
1: you could be making that much if you take the job then
5: yeah Forty five dollars an hour. That's amazing, dude.
1: You took like a what could have been just a shitty situation and somehow turned it around into what might be a great opportunity.
4: Pew 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 <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's fucking badass, bro. <laughs> so I got
5: something to you know, look at. I'm not gonna leave now. Job of that because you know I'm still getting good at what I'm doing, mm. and we lost one guy a couple weeks ago, and now we're losing another guy, so we're two guys down. We lost a guy. I asked two two days ago if I wanted to start, if I could start working seven days a week for a while, or they train other people.
2: Mm. That's awesome. We lost a guy. His name is Brandon. He fucking he died, bro. <laughs> 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 what a...
1: What would you do if you worked directly for Blue Ridge? Like, what kind of job I is that? I would
5: do the same thing. I'd be—I just wouldn't be a contractor anymore. I get paid—you know—I'd be in a union, have union insurance, pay my union dues, and get paid. I guess kind of hourly.
4: How so like,
5: they, they don't get paid while like en route the jobs or whatever. Yeah. But any any job, even if it takes like five minutes, they automatically make twenty-two fifty for the first half an hour.
1: It's amazing. Because like what so you me, do. The stuff you're doing now, you uh, you get paid by the job, right?
5: No, I get paid what they call piece rate.
2: peace rate. Piece, yeah. I get
5: paid per per thing I do. So every little thing I do, every box I install, every line I run, every aerial I run, every little thing my company charges Blue Ridge for, and I make a percentage of what they charge Blue Ridge. Right now, it's a third. I make but uh, I'm supposed to be getting a raise very soon. I probably could have got a raise Monday if I didn't hit the fucking car. (laughs) 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 Like, (laughs) my boss called me and told me that I've been getting uh, uh, a lot of customer compliments I've been calling in and complimenting my work, and he told me, like, we have one more compliment to get back to him, and he's going to give me a raise.
2: That's awesome. That's great, man. Yeah,
5: well, I put in a lot of hours, so. Mm. I put in what I put 55 hours in last week. (sighs) Yeah, and uh I'm telling you how much I made me about six hundred bucks, you know, which is, you know, more than like making a week working for Walmart. But my boss was telling me that uh he wants me to make more and more money that he said with the amount of hours I put in, he wanted me to be making twice that. That's he said nice. for that type of week that he wanted me to be pulling in, you know, at least a thousand dollars a week for something like that, if not twelve hundred bucks.
2: That's cool, man, to be appreciated like that. That's awesome dude.
5: Yeah, my boss is a really good guy. You know, the past, the thing that was, like, I apologize to my boss so much for doing this, but uh, he ended up getting an argument with his boss over it, you know, whatever, and up being like, a big deal for him. He wasn't even the littlest bit mad at me, not not even at all mad at me at all. He didn't even tell me, like, hey, be more careful next time. Yeah, you know, nothing. He said nothing. He asked me what happened, what's going on. I went, okay, we'll take care of it. you got to fill out some paperwork. That was it.
2: That's cool. That's how he should have been, man. I, th- I think he ha- handled that the right way, man.
5: Yeah, the lady was telling me, too, that because I, I did so little damage to a car that she might not even... She probably wouldn't she have even noticed yeah. that you could have just driven away from this and you didn't. You came in, you pretty much risked your job to come in and do the right thing. Yeah.
1: That's um, awesome, man. This is uh, This is probably going to be really boring for the audience, but uh, did Lindsay tell you I took off in October?
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She told me I got to figure out what's going on, see if I can uh, figure out what day. I'll I'll take at least one day off. I just got to put it in ahead of time and figure out, you know, how you're going to get here, how you're going to get back, all that kind of stuff, and figure out what day I want. I got to tell my boss I had a schedule because, you know, we're two guys down, and it takes two to three months to train
2: somebody. Slim loves two guys down. I got too much fun. Slim loves two guys down. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
5: <laughs> mm. That's yeah. I like my job uh, I work a lot but I like my job and actually it's a it's a weird change of pace to being able to, to be able to be Happy I work for the company I work for. Yeah. I have to be embarrassed to be like, oh, yeah, I work for Walmart. I'm one of those fucking people. <laughs> right. No, I'm, have, I'm happy freezes. to be part of the contracting company I am.
4: <laughs>
5: so, you know, my that... boss is really good. He's just really good. I, uh, all I had to work, for, all I had to be employed for 90 days to get full benefits nice. medical, dental, vision. Yeah. If all that type of stuff. That's
2: cool, dude.
5: I kind of have. I guess well, good opportunities.
4: Mm. It's,
5: kind of, it's kind of surprising for a job I got off of Craigslist. No experience, no formal schooling, and this type of thing. All my all my training was on the job. And that's
2: cool.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's just I think it has a lot to do with your personality too. Like people see you and they're like, "This is you know, like you're perfect for that kind of job, like dealing with customers." You know that. Yeah, I talk
5: to people. I talk to people. I get a lot of tips. Nice. I was kind of upset last week. Nobody tipped me. I mean, not that I'm, you know, I'm not supposed to expect tips, and I really yeah. don't. But you know, I go out of my way for people. I, I do stuff that it's not part of my job. You know, I set things up. and people ask me to do stuff, I just I just kind to do it, whether or not they're going to hand me a few bucks out the door or not. I actually even did some old couple that ended up being like two minutes down the road from me in Coldale. Uh, no idea how to. To anything up, and they just wanted the internet, like no idea how to set up a router, none of that, and they didn't have any of it. I actually went back on on my own time after I got done done with work. Two days later, once they got the router, I went back and set it up for them.
2: That's cool.
5: Just to do it, they gave me twenty bucks. They gave me twenty bucks the first time I was there because they couldn't figure out how to make their hook their VCR up to a TV. Wow. And so I hooked up their VCR, and she gave me twenty bucks.
2: That's fucking awesome. Nice man.
5: Yeah, the one week, man. What was it? Two weeks ago? Mm. Two weeks ago, I made made 150 bucks in tips in one week.
2: Wow.
5: Yeah, just people just kept handing me money for shit. It's crazy.
2: That rules.
5: Yeah, it's pretty nice. I bought Destiny strict me on tip money. Is
4: is
1: that any good?
5: What? How is
1: that? Is that game any good?
5: I mean, I like it, but it, it's way overhyped, like, they way <laughs> overhyped it, and made it seem like it was going to be something that it isn't, I mean, yeah. it's very linear, and, I don't, I don't know, it, it's a good time, it's something that's going to just hold me over until Halo comes out, and then, you know,
1: and then, mm. So it's just like living on, like, the, the very top of, like, a mountain, like, the Grinch on, like, those little, like, Whoville Almost. Mountains. <laughs>
5: Summit hill. hill is the town directly behind me. And I mean, like, it's just just up this, up a hill, I guess, up a big hill behind it. And that's to the top of the mountain, aptly named Summit Hill. But, I mean, I'm Lansford's up there, old coal mining <clears> town. But I'm in, like, the, the back of the town, so it's, like, just people with houses by me, and there's cars here, and the cars are gone in the morning, people have jobs. So it's all right. Yeah, we got a, what do you it, two-story, two-floor apartment for six hundred a month.
1: That's a good deal. It's man. amazing. Nothing like that in Jersey. No.
5: Yeah, Lindsay has her own floor. Her her bedroom is big. is like as big as our kitchen and living room put together. Wow. And yeah, nice big bedroom up there. That's cool. I had no problem giving up giving up the third floor because she works at night. So I figured I can come home and do whatever I want and not have to bother
2: her. So.
1: <clears throat> alright I think we're going to uh, we're going to wrap this up I'm getting tired And
2: oh shit yeah I <laughs> want to go play video games I don't
5: get much time to play and yeah man on me.
1: <laughs> yeah. thanks for talking with us bro and, uh, uh, no I'll, problem I'll to,
5: so what is it like a month you got off yeah, yeah in, in a, month, a
1: month I'll have to call you and we'll talk about it it's like the week of the 16th and I'm off until you know the 21st or 22nd or something like that alright
5: yeah you can tell me the dates are you off tomorrow
1: yeah I'm off tomorrow
5: you know, tomorrow, yeah, I'll call you sometime during the day while I'm at work, right?
1: All right, sounds good, brother.
5: Yeah, I can. I'll call you while I'm driving or something, because I, I I don't know where the hell I'm at, but I I would assume at some point in time, I'm gonna have some at least like fifteen twenty minutes of being in route. <clears throat> oh wait, no, never mind. <laughs> I got the ones scheduled tomorrow, so I got a busy fucking morning. where I got four places I gotta be at once, basically, and I'll be done early. <laughs> so I'll, I'll call you at some point in time.
1: All right. All right, take All care. Right, you
5: guys have a good night. Let's talk with you, around.
2: You too, Jay. Miss you, bro. Uh, later, buddy. Later, bro. All right, bye, guys. Bye. See ya. New from the makers of Snapple made from the best stuff on earth. What
4: what was was about... Slim.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you were sussing me in that. I love that. <laughs> I That's why I picked that up I, I, I get so nervous when <laughs> I fucking with people.
1: It's not in me. It's not in my bones to just mess with people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I probably will eventually. You just gotta relax. I'll get over it, but <laughs> it. Scares me. Yeah, I, I got. I'm gonna end up spending the rest of the night trying to figure out this equipment issue with the Skype. I don't know, man. I think there, it's... I've I've have heard of it on the internet too. Like, there's tutorials on how to get like clear Skype sound. Something. Yeah. I'll have to look into it, and we'll have to do whatever we got to do to make it sound better. We'll do it because if we got a guy hanging up on us because he thinks we sound, oh, he was but a we had prick. we had nobody else ever Snapple complained. Snapple hired us. Uh, yeah, that Roman Snapple sang a song. Like
2: to... Yeah, where's that fucking thing? Welcome he was a real professional.
0: In. I'm talking to Rob and Slim tonight. I'm talking on the telephone. Well, it's like too. Yeah. I don't
1: care if we're talking about it. Oh Rashid well, message us. Did he? Yeah, he what said he uh said? He said thanks, I enjoyed being on the show. Thanks for the opportunity. Dude,
2: I loved having him on, he was, awesome. was awesome.
1: Yeah, he was cool. He was really chill.
0: what they've doing down in Jersey and that's also good they tell me such a the tape, but I say that's okay because I'm talking to Robert Slim. Robert
2: Slim. Robert Slim. Yeah, Robert Slim.
4: <laughs> oh, this is- this is just a gem.
1: <laughs>
2: gemerald. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, the stream went out. Oh, well. I'm not wrapping up anyway. Why yeah. do my
0: butthole always get so big? <laughs> How do it fit five fingers and more? Why do it out? white
2: goo? Why when I wipe is there blood? Why me get boner when me see a school bus? Me so confused. Me so
1: All right guys, uh thanks for listening. We'll uh, catch you next week. Um check us out on YouTube. It's uh Robin Slim. If you Google Robin Slim, we'll come you'll find us eventually. Follow or us on Twitter. On Ustream, it's uh wwwustream rob dash slim <laughs> Another one where you type in Robin Slim and you'll find us. Yeah, follow us, Robin Slim Show on Twitter. Email the show, robinslim at uh, gmail.com. Robin Slim Show. Sorry. So take care. Peace, guys.
2: Later.